ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Fundamism Podcast. I'm your host, Paul J. Long, and we're bringing the noise, bringing the funk to you today, all the way from the Fundamism Podcast studio. Yeah, you may notice the digs have changed just a little bit. I got my Macho Man Randy Savage shirt on. If you're streaming this via Spotify or iTunes, you can't see it, so you may want to jump over to YouTube and check it out. Shout out to my guy, uh, Chase, over at Charlie Hustle, been with us from the jump. Uh, Charlie Hustle is absolutely amazing in the Kansas City community. Not only are they offering us joy, fun, and fulfillment through some fine attire, but they're also great at just supporting uh, not only local community members, but but other individuals just helping to bring kindness to others. So go to charliehustle.com to learn more. Today's guest is um, you're in for a treat. And the reason why you're in for a treat is because I would say this gentleman that I'm about to introduce to you We've never had anybody on the podcast that rivals my energy level. Uh, this Bring gentleman, it. this gentleman, he may he may have it o- over me, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one, the only, the Instagram G, uh, the speaker coach, uh, and all around bad boy JJ. What's good, JJ? Yo, what's good, Paul? We bring in the energy, we bring in the enthusiasm, and yo, and we bring in the knowledge to everybody listening right now. Hey, great to be here. Great to be invited on yep. your stage, as I call it. This is your stage. That's right. And thank you for having me, my man. You thank bet. You. you know, I got the opportunity uh, based on I, I don't know what I how I got to deserve it, but you. Shortly after our introduction via Instagram, you invited me on your stage, the J stage. You do an Instagram live every single day. We'll talk a little bit more about that before we do get too far down the path of who you are, what you do, and uh, all the awesomeness that is JJ. Uh, What do you do for fun, brother? Man, what I do for fun is I'm a simple man from Australia, dude, a good barbecue, right? A good social gathering a little Italian restaurant and a little vino. You know what vino is, right? Like a little wine and a pasta. I've heard, I've heard of something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, dude, I'm, a, I'm, a sim- I'm a simple creature as much as my Instagram or energy may not think that, you know, with, with traveling around the world and being able to be fortunate to do what I've been able to do, you start to find the, the, the simpler things in life is the most fun, you know? Sure. Great conversation with a nice whiskey sitting in Tokyo overlooking the Tokyo Bridge chatting with someone you've never met before, right? Hearing about where they've got to and how they've got there and just sitting in it, sitting in the, the, the feeling of like you're being a sponge to them. Like yeah. that is magic. Well, that is the perfect segue into how we met and one of the things that differentiates you from most. Um, I don't know how we got connected. I don't know. I think you connected with me via Instagram or maybe I saw one of you. I don't know what happened, but ultimately you sent me a message right away. And it was different. Like a lot of people send messages. They slide into the DMs, if you will. Uh, and as the bad boy of speaking, and if, you guys, if you guys don't see this guy, go over to his Instagram page. I mean, this guy, he, he just, listen, he's, he's something to look at, right? I, I showed him to my wife the other day. I was like, easy, babe, easy. Uh, <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, this guy did something a little bit different. Instead of sliding into the DMs with just some text messages, he actually did voice memos. And no matter how many times I responded uh, with, a, with a text message, you always responded with a voice memo. I thought, that is, that is magnificent. It's different. I've never experienced that. Uh, where did that idea come from? 
Man, you know, in, in my life of being a people's person, you've got to stand out, you know. It doesn't matter whether you're a speaker, you're a magician, you're a singer, you are have a business, you're just a human being. Mm. You want to get people to listen to you. You want to get to be heard. And if everyone's sending texts or, or messages, just jump and, the, and there's an opportunity to get your personality across, do it, right? There's a voice moment there. Use it. 100%. Man, I'm, I'm terrible at trying to convey tone via text. And it wasn't, you know, that's what text messaging wasn't meant for that. It was meant for a quick communication. Hey, babe, I'll be there in 15. What right. are we having for dinner tonight? Sushi, steak, great. But like when you want to get across tone, get across tone by using voice memos or videos or something different, man. For sure. Well, for those of you guys listening, you could tell already the difference between JJ and myself. You notice he said in terms of what are we having for dinner, sushi or steak, of course, in my household, it's macaroni and cheese or hamburger helper. So uh, you clearly don't have kiddos yet, do you, sir? Listen, you know, not that I know of, but yeah, not yet, not yet. (laughs) But listen, I love the concept of the voice memos and specifically the reason why it resonates with me is because we talked a little bit on the J stage about uh, one of my favorite fundamentals, which is putting a new spin on things that people do every single day, challenging monotony, daring to be different, spicing things up by, by, again, just putting a new spin on them. So, man, I got to tell you, when I got that voice memo, I was like, First of all, a voice memo is one thing, but you get a voice memo from an Australian dude with that accent and you're like, holy, what is this, right? Yeah. And you're like, Paul, my man, you know, it's, just, it's absolutely captivating. And so from then on, like, I, I, what did I do? I immediately open up your Instagram and I start checking out your pages and I'm like, sure. what are you all about? And kudos to you, you went full on discovery mode. Uh, you started asking about, you know, how, how do I develop myself and who's my speaker coach and all that stuff. So obviously you had a desired outcome in mind, but it worked for all parties. So great job to you, man. I love that. As I dug a little bit further, uh, I look at your Instagram and it appeared that it was a relatively new account. Like, you know, I don't know, a couple months or whatever it may be specifically like at the time I looked, maybe there were 70 posts. I don't know, but you had, you had a lot of followers and specifically your followers were engaging. So tell me a little bit about this Instagram journey. When did you dive in? How did you find your Instagram prowess? Like what is your strategy? Well, look, that's, that's a great question. And thank you for the kind words. And it, and it means a lot. And I just want to sort of bring it back a little bit. I want to applaud you for allowing me to allow me to be me. That's because... Good sometimes our energy because we're so full of enthusiasm in life and and Paul let me tell you something as well and everyone's listening right now it's not because we're born with more energy we may have a little bit maybe a few different bit of DNA in us but in my opinion from the people I met with who've got a lot of energy and who come from a place of authenticity it comes from a place of confidence Mm. it comes from a place of they know who they are they know what they're about and that's why I get you know just to sort of go off on tangent a little bit People always ask, like, how can you be silly, Jay? How can you be doing working for these billion-dollar companies who are getting paid a lot of money? You're half their age. You don't have any relevance in the finance world working for Citibank, and you're joking around with the CEO like he's your best buddy. Mm. I said, because that comes from a place of, of I know me. I know what I can deliver, for you sure. know? And, that's, so, and I would argue, too, that that's your differentiator. Like anybody could show up as, as society wants them to show up, 
but it does take to use your word confidence to show up as your authentic self. Now, uh, I want to get into the Instagram discussion, but but you obviously just, uh, you said a tangent and, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. So for individuals like you and uh, me to, to an extent as well, I think people see us as very confident fellows or individuals. Um, there's a fine line, obviously, Jay, between confidence and cockiness. Uh, what does that struggle or journey look like to you? You know, have you, have you had to battle that where people think that you're cocky or not willing to give you a shot because, you know, maybe you're good looking or super confident or you walk tall? Yeah, man. And thanks for bringing it up. That's been a problem my whole life. Hmm. Because and and as a as a you know I'm always the outsider you know I was the young you know, I'm 31 now I was traveling since I was 15 years old you know I started my career as a magician for everybody listening I said magician not musician so I was always doing I was always a pretty unique soul to the situation connecting with people double triple my age having like you know drinking wine at 18 like understanding about wine you know just just i was a little bit of an older soul for my age per se so i constantly had to try and fit in and and it was hard sometimes because a lot of people they've never met someone of that this they've never met someone like me before and that's not coming from a place of like cockiness per se but it's coming from a place of like i, I struggled to like know who i was meant to be around and the thing that I realize now after what we're going through with Corona and also at the age I am now, it's not your job on your place for, to try to get everyone to understand you. Mm. That was one big thing that I had to look, allow myself to sit in. All you need to do is are you coming from a place of, hey, I feel great about this and I feel like I'm serving people the right way from who I am. People will either stay on the fast train with you They'll come or they'll leave or they'll stay forever, right? Sure. And the big thing that I learned, man, is trying to help everyone and trying to make everyone understand me that you, you'll die doing that. For you sure. Know? Yeah, it's like that old, ad, like the, you know, when you try to please everybody, you end up, uh, you know, really falling flat on your face and, and ultimately not pleasing yourself because you lose a little sight of your authentic nature. So, man, yeah, I, man. you, uh, you know, We've had very limited interaction, which is part of what I appreciate about this podcast. People always say, well, what are you going to be asking me? Well, the purpose of this podcast is to showcase what types of interactions you could have when you show a genuine interest in others. When you are sitting in Tokyo and having some wine and you connect with individuals, what are the questions that you're going to ask? How do you show up, right? How do you show a genuine interest? And so I like not knowing much about the guests that come on the show because it's like that onion, right? That stupid cliche that, you know, it just keeps getting peeled back. And I hey, talked yeah. a little bit about vulnerability, right? And, uh, and you're telling me, you're, you're kind of opening up and you're allowing me to know, you know, it's not always easy, you know, being confident or, or being authentic. And sometimes you got to persevere and push through that. So with that mm. said, you've, you've established your, your Instagram account. Walk us through that process. What does that look like? Sure, sure, sure. So when I was a magician for so long, the way I got to have my visa in the States, the O-1 visa, which I believe is the hardest visa in the States to get because you have to prove to the main man here, right, why you deserve to stay here, right? And I have nothing bad to say about it. So you have to be a celebrity in your field, right? And I got it in 2017 when things were gone. It wasn't too good for this country, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So there was a lot more prerequisites rather than 15 years ago when you're like, I'm an actor. They're like, welcome. Here's a visa. <laughs> you want to make it? So uh, 
So I had to be famous as a magician. Mm. So I, in 2009, I used, to left, I used the platform of YouTube and I figured out how to make magic tricks online and teach people magic tricks. And I built a very strong following as a magician. So to date, it's got, you know, 50 million views seen in 170 countries with 500 videos. It's online. You guys can check it out, youtube.com forward slash J-A-Y-J-A-Y. So it's all there. And it was a great chapter of my life. So what I did is I leveraged that following to enhance the brand new Instagram account. Like, and I know that you think it's a lot, like I've got 5,000 followers. I don't, you know, one thing, Paul, with me, the likes aren't what's important to me. What's important to me is the substance and the character. 100%. Because I can say this because I've got 50 million views on YouTube and I've also got 5,000 followers on Instagram. And the distinction of that, you know, 400,000 subscribers on YouTube and 5,000 Instagram followers, I'm the same person. So it actually teaches me, I'm like, dude, you're the same guy, right. you know, don't let that run you, you know. You start but to, to your question, yeah, I, I, built, I built the Instagram from leveraging the people on there just to give me a boost, but it only gave me 2000. And it's funny now, man, I'm getting it about, I just actually looked just before I'm getting about 80 or hundred a day, which is pretty good. It's not like, I don't really, I don't really care that much, honestly, but I'm curious. Right. Sure. And it's because, because I'm giving value. I'm giving value. We're communicating with the people, people like something's fun. It's a nightclub. My Instagram is a nightclub. 100. You want to come, you want to party, you want to stay. Dude. I'm like, listen, I'm a full nightclub owner. Paul's my guest. He's VIP. Let's get him in. What do you, what, what, what do you want? What alcohol do you want? Don't put your money doesn't work here. Welcome. Come in. You know? So it. I'm like, I want people to come back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you say? You don't drink? I said I didn't remember getting a drink when I was oh, on the oh, okay. Listen, I'm, I'm I'll get Tiffany. Tiffany, listen, <laughs> sort it. Listen, we've got VIPs here. So yeah, but man, I you know, that's how I that's how I was able to use that platform to showcase who I am, what I do, and how I can help you. Well, that's fascinating to me because I tuned into one of your J stage experiences on Instagram and I will second everything that you're saying. Like that was a great correlation, a nightclub to your Instagram account, because, um, it, I would say it's not just about the value that you're offering, dude, like you put out the content. I mean, your stories are like, you got, you probably got 10, 15, 20 a day. And like that to me is a job. Like for me, and I know I could hire it out and all that stuff, and I know it'd probably produce a return, but I believe wholeheartedly in what you were talking about and just offering value, right? So I do about one to two posts a day, uh, and then potentially some stories. Uh, but I don't I don't leverage it as a platform like I should be doing, I know, but I also get a little overwhelmed. Like when I see how masterfully you've created yours. And how often you're posting, I think to myself, sure. I, don't, I don't know that I want to do that or want yeah, to do that. Sure. But for me, Jay, what I will say is for me to do that, it would, it would, it would really kind of, um, it would push me out of who I feel like I really am, right? It, it, it would make me feel like I wasn't being authentic because I struggle right now being on stage and taking a freaking selfie with the audience. Like, I don't want people to think that I'm in my phone. I want them to think that I'm with them. So is that, how do you fight through that as somebody like me? Yeah, man, I love, and that's a great question. Man. And even to, to, to supercharge this statement, 
right? Supercharge your question. When I coach people for a living, when I coach other speakers and, and, and personal brands, I tell them one big thing. You're not trying to be me. You're not trying to replicate Jay. I'm just trying to bring out the best in you. Mm. And the best in you, all it takes is, hey, give me, give me one video a day. Doesn't have to be high energy. It doesn't have to be, you know, I've got all the, the gadgets and the systems to like stick things on the wall and all that stuff. No, no. Just hold the phone to your face, tell me what you do, why you're doing, how you can help people, right? Mm-hmm. Put up things, you just doing that consistently over over a month beats everybody else because you're the one doing it. Yeah. You know? Great point. So I, I don't try and make people to be someone they're not. That's that's a bad, that's just a bad thing. I do believe that you've got to break down some people's limiting beliefs. Like what you just shared with me of like, I don't want to take the photo on stage. I'm like, great. I know how you feel with that, but I'm going to show you how to do that. And your audience will welcome you to do it. And they want to be a part of that experience, you know, because you and I know when you go to speaker and you're like, he doesn't even, he's not connecting with the audience. It's just his show and like, take it or leave it. No, 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 no. 100%. And I think what you just mentioned is, um, so dude, listen, as we progress in our relationship, you'll find that I'm not great at a lot of things. Uh, mm-hmm. Scheduling, you know, you and I went back and forth seven times in calendar. No, that's my fault. No, that's <laughs> my fault. <laughs> Either I, way, I, I was a part of it. Listen, my point is, I'm terrible with logistics. I'm not great with math. I hate the details. Um, I, I'm decent with people. And I think really well on my feet. And so what, a, what I think is one of my core differentiators as a speaker is it's an experience where you feel whether you're one of 10 or one of 1,500, you feel like I know you by name and then I know what you're going through. And even if you sit in the back of the room, there is a strong probability that I'm going to jump off stage and I'm going to walk over there and I'm going to introduce myself to you. And then- I'm going to leverage a story that you told me that you forgot about in the elevator the night before when you didn't even know who the hell I was on stage to say that you made a difference in my life. Now, why do I say all that to you? Because in your, in your, um, your response to my question, you said you have to show up and be meaningful and, and be engaging. It's not your show. It's, it's the show to add value to everybody else. There's that mental block in my head that says, if I show up as that individual, that I'm always present, bro. Like people think that mm-hmm. I'm not present. I listen and I hear and I know. I, I heard what you just said and I'm going to use it in the keynote and I'm not going to put you on blast. It's going to be in a manner that makes you feel like the most special person on the planet, right? But then I feel like if I do all of that and then get my phone out, and do, because I see a lot of folks do the, hey, everybody, you know, take, we're going to take a selfie together so I can post it on the, I just feel like that interrupts my flow. You know what I mean? So all that to say that when I find somebody like you that does it well and does it authentically, I admire it. So keep up the great work. Let's supercharge each other, baby. That's why we're here. This is what we're doing it for. You know, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's for all the people listening right now and go, yo, give me some gold, you know? For sure. You know? Listen, Listen, we could all, all dream. The cherry, the cherry on top is they just get to hang out with two handsome boys, you know, but that, <laughs> that's the cherry. That's the bonus. <laughs> that's right. You know? Me being the married one, I could, well, here's what I could do. I could bring them in. Actually, who, what, we're lying. Uh, you're going to bring them in and you're going to charm them and then they're going to walk. No, 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 listen, <laughs> listen, every, 
listen, I had to, what we talk about this in sales, like it's funny that the salesmen have been given the wrong job. Salesmen want to close. They don't want to find the lead, you know? <laughs> so you bring in the lead. I'll close the deal. <laughs> well, so let's talk a little bit about your journey. So obviously you've referenced it several times. Uh, in that um, you're a coach. So you're a speaker coach, and that's how I was introduced to you via Instagram. Prior to yeah. that, you have, you've commanded stages all over the world as an MC. Um, yeah. And then this is new to me. You were also uh, a, a huge draw on, uh, you, on YouTube, which is interesting because what I was going to try and tell you earlier is the first J stage that I watched was you and the magician. I think his name is Mike. Is it, what, what's the... Is it Magic Mike? It's not Magic Mike, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Channing Tatum, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, I've, done, I've done a few, so I have to look. He's got like 50,000 followers. He did some magic tricks online. You guys were talking oh, about... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's a he's a pretty big social media magician. He leveraged... Yes. He's got a, he's got his goal of like, I think, hitting a million followers or something because he sees value in leaving the stage and making money as his art through Instagram. Sure. Okay. So I heard you guys talking and uh, he would say something and then you would say something. This was early on in, in me following you and you would add value like you do. And you'd say, listen, we're not talking about this as people uh, who just talk in theory. You're hearing it from two people that have actually done it. Well, that's when I went into the rabbit hole of, well, who is this guy? How many followers does he have? How many posts does he have? And it was a relatively new account. So I was like, well, how has he done it? Now, fast forward, here we are several weeks later, and you tell me you have 50 million YouTube views. What I appreciate about that is it's not like you go on Instagram bragging about that or, uh, you know, we had to dig or I had to uncover it in conversation to learn that about you. So that says a lot about going back to the whole confidence versus cockiness conversation. It says a yeah. lot about you. So going into my question, um, so you came to the States in 2017 on a visa, right? Prior to that, was that when you were emceeing? Yes. Yeah, so I've, I've always, the transition really quickly is magician, television host, MC. I did stand up comedy. And then I was transitioning always to speaking. You know, the thing is what I tell people, whether, you do, whether you're moving people in a message of magic or a joke or introducing a speaker or sharing a story, I've been sharing messages on, on for, for, for 17 years of my life. But the great thing about being on stage for so long is you always have a gap, Paul, of like they need you to fill five minutes or then you need to give two minutes. Then you can be like, great, I can test this out. I can like try a story. If they are engaged, noted add that to the, add that to the, to the, to the fire. And then eventually you get opportunities where they're like, Oh, Hey, can you do 15 minutes? Like, can you fill this time? They don't care what you do. The client doesn't care. They just want you to keep them engaged. So I'm like, well, I can do a magic trick. I can say, uh, do my stand up, or I'm going to do a story about, Hey, how my dad was the first guy who left his family being a Sri Lankan father. Right. And he, they, everyone wanted him to like get married and be arranged marriage he was the one that like worked for Pizza Hut, being the pizza boy, you know, and ended up being a really successful VC, like a venture capitalist in, in Australia. So it's like, let me just chuck this story out. But I always would go, right, I, I'm not, this is my problem. I'm not a great scripter and I know I need to work on it, right? I would just flow, you know, I'm looking for who's listening and I'm really trying to 
get moved. Why do you say, why do you say, uh, you know, you need to work on it related to being a scriptwriter? Well, <laughs> it's like you're breaking my own language, mental beliefs down, right? Like, don't you, don't you traverse me right now. Don't you try me my mirror. Uh, you know what? I believe this is my constant, this is a current limiting belief. Probably. I just believe that if I probably had a bit more structure to what I was saying, I probably would be more effective, you know? Mm-hmm. And in my experience when I've done, you know, when I've been in a movie before or I've, I've uh, listened to a keynote and then really getting across the message. Sometimes when you word by word verbatim, like you can really get across your message clearer, but that's where I'm at. So you are a phenomenal uh, speakers coach uh, and uh, really lifestyle coach more so like just like, right. Who's your speaker coach? I don't have a speaker coach actually. Mm-hmm. No, I, um, I have I have a couple of coaches though. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have a, I have a business coach, and I also have a guy that I pay. He's like a lifestyle coach because I like him. I like what he's achieved, mm-hmm. and I think. And you know, and this is I didn't really finish what I was saying in regards to where I was at, but it was like, yeah, I, I coach speakers now, but it's I think it's more so I help speakers. I help people build their speakers' lifestyle mm-hmm. because if you've got a message and you want to share it with the world, I can share with you how I've been able to do that in thirty countries. Mm. Whether you want to do a big YouTube following, whether you want to travel the world with your family for free, whether you want to make more revenue, right? So yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think it's, I think it's more people that who want to build their lifestyle, and I think that's important, man. You know, yeah. it shouldn't be about work, and you know this. It's all about fun, man. And and I'll just to share with you, like the biggest the mistake that before Corona that I was that, that I've realized now is I wasn't having fun. I was unhappy. I was unhappy pushing my MC services and speaker services to people who didn't really want it. And I was, I was in a very dark place from 2017 to 2018, no, 2019, because I didn't really have clarity and I didn't really know who I was supposed to speak to. And I didn't really know, I wasn't given the permission to do what I should have been doing. For sure. So, yeah. How did that how did that manifest in your day like in those dark days without with as much or as as little as you want to share because uh, a lot of folks can relate to that, right? And that's the whole goal and purpose of fundamentalism is gravitate more towards the stuff that lifts you up as opposed to the stuff that doesn't. And when you're in yeah. that 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 gully or that rut and you identify what's driving it whether it's a, a boss or a job or whatever it may be, what are you going to do to get out of it? Force yourself to implement something new, a tactical behavior that's going to pull you out of that rut. So, how did that darkness manifest in your day and how did you pull yourself out? Well, the big thing uh, the reason what limited me was my me being stubborn. Mm. That was it. Period. That's my story. Like I wanted to make something work because as a man we need to make this work. And I've been doing it so long. That's a terrible limiting belief. I've done it so long. I've got to make this work. That, that, will, that will kill you. That will take you to the grave. And I got given the, the opportunity for Corona to make me not be able to do that or that way. And I had to really stop and go, hang on a second. I'm not happy. I'm not enjoying this journey. And you, like for me, I have to, I'm such a person of feel. I'm such a person of like, am I enjoying myself? Like I get that I put in the hours and you've got to put through something. I don't want to make this phone call. But generally like 
I'm having a great experience right now, right? Now, I want to continue this flow. I call it flow state. I wasn't in flow. So, man, how did I get out of that? I, I had to really keep asking myself, like, how am I going to, what do I want to do that makes me come alive? Not what makes me happy. Dude, eating pizza all day probably makes me happy. <laughs> When's the last time <laughs> you, you know? had a piece of pizza, dude? Yeah, dude, trust me, I'm eating all the time. Let's not, I'm not doing any sexy photo shoots for a little while now. Um, but like, dude, if I can eat deep dish pizza all day, I'm in. But, but, you know, the, but the thing is I had to ask myself is like, what did I enjoy about what I was doing? I enjoyed being on stage. Well, I enjoyed sharing my message. Why am I doing, why am I doing it this way? Like the 19 hour, the, the, the 30 minutes of enjoyment was not worth the 18 hours of pain. Mm. That pain, the pleasure, no way. And I said this to people now who I'm helping and who are trying to understand their voice. Like I'm in flow state now, man. You know, I'm, I'm waking up every day and I'm like, I'm excited. And I wasn't excited before. I was like, I have to do this. But I, that's why I'm really big on like, hey, whoever's telling you to do something or some certain way, like that is also media telling you. that Media was telling me that. Jay, you got to be this. you got to work long hours. you got to not, you got to be miserable for 15, 20 years, probably to escape that mindset block, you know, to, to get back into that. Now you can relax. And... Yeah, it was ego, man. It was ego. It was me being stubborn. It was me not listening, you know, and not taking that jump and just letting it go. There were so many times people would tell me too, you should stop doing this. You're not happy. Like, I'm like, dude, I got to do it. Shut up. Like, get out of my way kind of thing, you know? And yeah. And it's only been, you know, it's only been probably like six weeks now. And now I'm in probably last three weeks. First three weeks, I was like, I didn't know, I didn't know clarity, but I was getting there. Dude, the last two weeks have been probably some of the happiest times for the last five, ten years, man. Because every day I'm like waking up, how am I doing cool stuff today? You know, who am I speaking okay. to? Great, you know. Uh, oh, you just caught yourself from slipping up, which this anything goes on this. You could have said yeah. shit, dude. It's all good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I've seen that transition in you. In the short term uh, or time that, that I've known you, the content that you're putting out on Instagram and the stuff that you're doing and the interactions that I've seen a transition. Like that last cool. two weeks that you're referencing, like I felt that in your journey. So That's kudos great, to you. Um, I, so who, who the hell am I, Jay? Like you're a speaker coach, right? And you offer value to the world. I'm just sure. a guy trying to have fun and trying to inspire others to do the same I'm very much built on substance, Uh, not me personally, but the observation of it, right? And so when you reached out and uh, you were asking about speaking coaches and and services and all that stuff, and so I start, I went into the research bin, like I'm trying to, who is this guy? What does he do? So I go to my, I go to your website and I go to your Instagram and I didn't go to your YouTube account because I didn't know that existed, but... And so I see just magnificent, dude, you have magnificent footage from an MC. Like you have a really great speakers reel, right? And I see their MC speaker, all that stuff, speaker coach. And I see you throwing all of your energy into, or at least what we outwardly see, uh, into speaking coaching. So going back or revisiting, you said, the next step for me is more speaking engagements. Is that right? Or what do you really want to do? What is a pie in the sky? You're the happiest you've ever been. What does that look like? What are you doing? 
in the future or right now? It doesn't matter, man. It's open-ended. This is your journey, not mine. I love, well, you better spit it out, superstar. <laughs> um, all right, Mr. Psychic. Listen, man, you know, I, I'm allowing to feel, you know? Mm. I don't believe... Do I want to be a speaking coach for the rest of my life? No, but I got, I know that I've moved people to greatness. You know, Mm -hmm. I see myself having my own stages and controlling all the variables and like getting people to go, Hey, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? How can I and my team help you get there? Yeah. That's, I think that's it, you know? And yeah, is that probably a motivational speaker? Yeah. Let's, you know, I always have this, what's the business card? It's motivational speaker. Sure. Mm. But you know, is it a Les Brown? Maybe, you know, I think you need to have a little bit of substance in my opinion of not substance, but you don't want to just be, just have speaking. Cause as we know, maybe another Corona might happen. Then that's all those stages are going to disappear. I think it's just more, I know what I, how I move people at the moment. Right. And I know who's listening. How can I do more of that? Yeah. You know, how sure. can I have fun? How can I have fun doing that? Well, and I feel that you and I, we've talked about this before. We've talked about energy and, and we're going to start to bring this thing into a close because you being the busy guy that you are, you got to, you have a busy man, but, uh, busy. Let me, let me, well, hang on. Let me give me, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give you real life right now. Real life, real life. Give it to me. Um, the, the next, the next, uh, the next, the next person that I was going to move to greatness hasn't responded. So maybe we'll just keep going. No, no, no. no. I said all that just to give you a hard time, man. Listen, I'm a clown, bro. Like, you know this. So I'm out here just to have a good time. And I like to be pushed. No, but hang on. I want, I want to pause you on that, man. I, we need to be pushed. Here's, yeah. here's me coming through right now. You, you need someone to challenge you. Yes. Right, for cool. sure. like, and, and don't rely on your wife and don't rely on your friends. And don't re- you need sometimes someone who has no emotional value on you and goes, that is not good. My guy, what you just defined is a role that you haven't asked me to play. But it's one that uh, I, I want to uh, insert myself for a brief moment. I want to insert myself for a brief moment because I admire you. I admire what you're doing. Uh, I feel like we have a genuine connection based on the engagement that we've had thus far. And you willingly participated in the Fundamism podcast after inviting me to the uh, J stage. So you mentioned, um, you mentioned I need to be a little more deliberate uh, in my script writing or being on point, right? whatever that looks like. And your rationale behind that is you felt as though when you've seen speakers that have delivered a, uh, a meaningful keynote or you yourself indulged in one and got something out of it, there were multiple connection points and it was really polished and you saw the connection points. I would argue that there's enough people out there doing that, Jay. Um, you believe that that's what you have to be because that's what society and the media and other speakers have taught you. That's your perception. That's your perceived state of what keynote speaking is. Dude, I have not arrived. I have a long, 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 long runway. I've been at this for two and a half years. And it's been the first, the first year was hell, as you know, like you, you just talked about it. I mean, $40,000 in credit card debt, people telling me to give up. I'm like, no, man, I got something. I don't know what it is, but I got it. Uh, so I'm going to throw my energy at it. Dude, what I've noticed about your content is it's directing everybody to the speaker's coaching platform. I see this amazing speaker's reel. I go to your website and I have no idea what your message is or what your content is. I just know that you coach speakers. I would argue 
that you have the ability right now, and you know this already, to go out and mm. command a stage. You do it through emceeing. So mm. my question to you is, what's your message? It's not about a script. It's what are you passionate about? What's your message? Mm. What, what are the things that an audience is going to receive from you? And I'm not just talking about an experience. I'm saying, what are the things that you're going to give them that they can implement mm. today that can improve their quality of life and their business results? And if you communicate that on your website and in a one page and in that sales call, when you come in to close it, like, you know, you can, then I believe that you could get as many speaking engagements as you want to. You're already there. You don't have to build up a speaker's platform, Jay. You just have to fine tune your message and allow others to see what the hell that message is. Mm -hmm. I'll leave you in that whole thought process before I get your rebuttal uh, with this. I believe the reason why uh, my message has resonated with some is because I'm not polished, because it's not scripted. It's informal. You start heckling me and I jump off stage and I go interact with you. And then I tie the point that was up on my PowerPoint slide directly together with what you were saying. Why? Because we're present and we have the ability to do so. But when you're scripted and you have everything lined out of what you want to say and what you want them to take away, then sometimes it doesn't go as swimmingly, if that makes sense. What are you hearing me say? One thing I do is I soak. I sit. Yeah, for sure. I like that. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with you. And I, and I thank you for allowing to share that, you know, because I am the biggest... I love, I love feedback, you know, especially if you come from a place of no ego. For sure. There is, it's from place from, from, I don't like saying the words place from love. I feel like that's thrown, that's every statement thrown in every movie, <laughs> but it's from a place of, Hey man, I want you to win. That's what I want to do. I want to help people, help people win. So yeah. thank you, man. Yeah. Well, and just so you know, I've never, I've never done what I just did on any part. I mean, we're, I'm 80 some odd episodes in. I've never done that where I, I mean, I've challenged folks, but I've, I've never really relayed my observations and my admiration in a space in hopes of uh, just drawing a little bit of light to something that you have inside of you and hopefully getting you to allow others to see that because the speaking coaching is great. It's one-on-one. What I would argue about that is it's really cool because, and I miss this in the speaking, plat- the speaking realm, um, in the one-on-one realm, you have the ability to have a conversation like we're having right now, uh, do a little bit of practice, a little skills transfer in a, in a comfortable setting, demo it, make sure that they, they understand what a demonstration looks like, get commitments, write out, try it in the real world, and then come back and see what's it like? How's it going? How'd that feel? See, I don't have that, Jay. I go out and I do an hour and a half uh, or an hour keynote or a 45-minute keynote and uh, you know, maybe 10% give you a standing ovation, right? Maybe 50% are, are just dead, right? Uh, maybe the, the other 40%, they're clapping and they feel it. You feel an energy. You know whether you've done well or whether you haven't. And I can count on one hand the number of times where I felt like, ugh, I bombed that time. But you never know how the audience is going to respond, and you can't put your expectations on the audience. It's hard, though. Sometimes it is. Very 100%. Here's my point in saying all of that. You get feedback in the development of skill. You get to see whether or not you're creating or helping create growth or behavioral change. 
I deliver this 45 minute keynote and it's just a rush and it feels great. And I feel like I killed it. I never know again, whether or not they took something away and implemented it unless they reach out to me via Facebook or Instagram or whatever, or they continue to follow me. And so that is a vehicle. But I will argue that what you're doing right now is amazing and something that I miss in seeing that and helping people along their path. I wish that I could do that more, but I'm so devoted to, because I've been very much a, ooh, look, a squirrel, shiny object. I'm so devoted, Jay, to throwing all of my energy at speaking right now that I will not take my eye off the prize. And I'm reaping the benefits right now. So I'm sorry to get on my soapbox, man. Um, man. I heard you capture something and I hope that you truly feel it because I, I, I said it because of an Instagram post the other day that you had. You said, um, I'm not your competition. You posted and you were talking about speaking and coaching. People look at other speakers as competition. You're not my competition, brother. The only person competing with you is you. The only person competing with me is me. I hear in the speaker's business all the time, oh, so-and-so stole my client, or this bureau is poaching from this bureau, or this speaker is poaching from whatever. Dude, I am so confident in my abilities, as I know you are, Jay, that I will give anybody my client list and say, have at it. It's not that I doubt your ability. It's that I know that we've built such a strong relationship built on respect and trust and the, the experience that we shared that ultimately you're going to find value in our relationship. Even if it means that you're going to hire Jay for your next keynote, because quite honestly, you don't want to hire me for every freaking keynote. That'll get old. Dude, I love that. Yeah. I said that to people. That's like part of, I don't know what you call the core values. Like yeah. dude, be abundance mindset. Give, 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 dude. It's fine. You know? And you know, the reason why I'm so confident with this as well, and here's the, here's the truth. I know most people don't do the work as well. You want yeah. me to really break it down? Dude, and guess what? If they do, like I'm in LA, right? This is all about, you know, when I wanted to be a television host, I'm going to protect the, like I'm not going to give the director's details out. I've worked so hard for it. Dude, like one of my best friends here in, in the States is a casting director, very, very famous casting director. I'm like, here. They're like, really? You want me to give him his email? You want his, um, uh, you gave me his email? To go do it. Like, Take his details yeah. because you know what? No one ever follows up. No one ever like does the work. And guess what? If they do, if the bar is set higher in life, guess what we all have to do? We all have to elevate ourselves to greatness. Yeah. So it's win-win for all. And people that keep forgetting, stop looking at it like your own little city. There's 8 billion people in the world. If 8 billion people can't suffice you, yo, go to another planet. <laughs> like, at the, you know, like go, to, go with Elon to Mars. I think he's going <laughs> soon. <laughs> Like jump, jump on that train, jump on that ship. Like, but that's the thing, man. And I, I, I want to keep that comes from a place of like knowing you so well. Like, it's all good, man. Like, yeah. go here, right? Don't you know? Because that kind of like, well, oh, he stole my client and like this. I'm like, dude, go just go do more. Go be better. Yeah. You know. Well, dude, uh, not only are those your words as we bring this thing to a close, they're your actions as well. Uh, it just dawned on me the other day that you said, Paul, via Instagram message, I assume that you MC because you have that kind of energy, which I do. You said, I would like to introduce you to some of my clients because I can't take them all, right? I just realized that I didn't even respond to you. Um, then, oh, what, yeah. <laughs> what, 
but here's what I hope you think, what I hope you take from that is, dude, you don't have to give me anything. Like I'm not in this relationship for you to transfer clients to me. I'm in this relationship because you're offering value and you're a genuine dude. And I, I need more of that in my life. If by some chance we, uh, we have mutual clients or we share them, well, yay, we're all winning, but that's not what I'm here for, bro. I just like to surround myself with great people. So in closing, how do people learn more about JJ? Where do we follow you? Where do we get information? Man, just everyone go on my Instagram. That's it. That's the easiest way. Instagram.com forward slash JJ Live. J-A-Y-J-A-Y-L-I-V-E dot com. But do me a favor. Do me a favor. When you come on my Instagram, don't just press follow, like a few photos. Send me a DM and I want to know who's listening to me from this. Send me a DM and say fun with Paul. DM yeah. me. Fun with Paul. I want to know. And if you do that, that would make my day so happy. Plus, I'll give you something cool. If you do that little, I'll, I'll, I'm going to send you a little gift. You won't know what it is, you know, but I want to know that you're listening, that you're paying attention, you're here. That's what I want you to do. Extra points to the folks that do it with uh, voice memos. Listen, Jay, you don't know this, but we're standing room only here at the Fundamism Podcast, and uh, the audience would like to give you something. Our first standing ovation, my guy. Hey, listen, uh, as always, to the Fundamism Podcast listeners, we greatly appreciate your support. We couldn't do this and be this without you. We encourage you to go out and have some fun in your day and create some fun in the lives of others. Until we talk next time, deuces. Deuces.